Section 20. Cooperating with Governments. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tom Hirsch. The government of the Dutch East Indies, which was in the hands at the time of a military man, has won forever the honor of appreciating and utilizing the army of the general they had never seen before any of those who had seen him. Certainly, the general never ran after earthly rulers, or showed any disposition to court their favor. But he said constantly, Here we are. If any government, municipal or national, likes to use us, we can save them more than half of what they now spend upon their poor and criminal classes, and do for these far more than Christian government officials, however excellent, ever hope to do. They are invariably so bound to avoid any meddling with religion that they cannot bring to bear upon those most in need of it the heavenly light and love and power in which we place all our confidence for dealing with these classes. Gentlemen, said a town councillor in a German city, when the question of the army was being discussed, the army can do for your poor what you never can attempt. You can only deal with them from without. The army works upon them from within, and produces results that will considerably lighten your burdens. The general had arranged for the Dutch Indies to be missioned from Australia, that country being our nearest field, and one accustomed to deal with pioneer effort. But when he found that Dutch officialdom dreaded contact with British agents, though ready to welcome Dutch ones, he very quickly changed his plans, and as soon as the colonial government found that the army was as much Dutch as English, and could send them a Dutch leader, they showed themselves ready to use us as fully as possible. Our officers in every town and village are supplied with all the medicines and bandages they can use, for the government has found that they live amongst the poorest all the time, and are always ready to bathe and bandage their wounded limbs and feet, or to give them the few medicines needed to combat the ordinary maladies. Moreover, from some terrible losses by death of officers in our earliest years there, it was made only too plain to everyone that our officers would not abandon their people in times of cholera or other epidemics, but would rather suffer and die with them. More unsanitary surroundings than we have in lovely Java could scarcely be imagined and no government can hope to alter the habits of an entire people very rapidly. The Chinese and others in the cities have never yet begun to consider dirt in house or street as dangerous, and the entire population has grown up with such a love for bathing in the very same canals, which serve largely for drainage and every other purpose, that there cannot for a long time to come great hopes of much sanitary improvement. But when it was seen that we had officers not only willing and ready to live and die with the people, but also capable of lifting them into a new life of carrying out any simple administrative duties that might be laid upon them, we had first one and then another of the government's institutions offered for our care 
as well as the provisioning of the hospitals. From daybreak in the morning till the end of their evening meetings, our officers may be seen showing the people, old and young, brotherly and sisterly love, and though they may not as yet have succeeded in many places in raising up such a native force as we should desire, the government has found them as persevering as if they had gained the crowd which their toils and endurances have deserved. The first leper institution placed in our charge was so rapidly transformed from a place of despair and misery into a home of salvation, hope, and joy, that the government naturally desired to see more such institutions adequate to receive the entire leper population of the islands, which is, alas, large. Our position in Java and the consequent discussion of us in the Dutch Parliament led to our first public recognition in the world as a Christian force. Because we do not baptize with water, there has been in Java a disposition amongst some Christian teachers to refuse to any of our people burial in a Christian cemetery. But when in the Dutch budget discussion this was made an objection to our receiving any grant, the colonial minister simply read out the whole of our articles of war, and asked how anyone could refuse to recognize as Christians those who had signed such declarations. The governments of the various Australian colonies must, however, have the credit of first giving to our officers public patronage. As has already been mentioned, the governors, premiers, and ministers have, for some 27 years past, been seen presiding over the anniversaries of our colonial work, speaking in no measured terms of all our activities, and so helping us to get the means to support them. The Queen Mother and the present Queen of Holland were the first royal personages personally to visit our institutions, although the present King of Denmark, when crown prince, had for years used our refuges in that country for cases he thought deserving, and his brother, King Hakan of Norway, attended as a warm friend one of the general's meetings in Christiania. Canadian and South African governors and ministers have acted like the Australian ones in their public expressions of confidence in us and they have given us very considerable liberty in their prisons, so that most of the criminal population comes more or less under our influence. The greatest of our governmental victories have, however, been won in Switzerland and Germany, where we were for so many years looked upon as a dangerous, if not harmful, influence owing chiefly to the gross calumnies of Christian teachers and writers. The results of our work upon those whose lives had been a disgrace and burden to the community could not be hidden, however, and there is now scarcely a cantonal government in Switzerland which does not subsidize some one or other of our institutions. The cities of Hamburg and Elberfeld in Germany have led the way in granting to us similar assistance, and it can only be a question of time before we gravitate into an equally honored position elsewhere. For, 
although we continue to keep as far as possible aloof from all parties and party feeling, and have not therefore the means of influencing and obtaining grants from politicians in the ordinary way, we compel attention by what we do, and have undoubtedly done more than any other religious community to create that inclination towards intelligent care for the criminal and outcast, which is almost becoming a fashion in governmental circles nowadays. It begins to look as if, had the general lived, some of the South American republics would have been the first, after all, to gladden his heart by a hearty and handsome cooperation. For twenty years he pleaded for an opportunity to show what could be done for those whose life and character have been wrecked amidst the breakers of modern life, if they were removed from their old surroundings and compelled to live under our influence in country air. We have come so far in this direction in New Zealand that we have bought islands where former inebriates and their children can be kept completely severed from their old temptations, and so have every opportunity to begin a new life if they will. Men, as well as young people, are frequently handed over to us by the authorities, but there is not yet anywhere a sufficient power given to detain those who are disinclined to hard work and recently the general was promised in the course of interviews with authorities a considerable extension in the United Kingdom of the liberty to deal with prisoners, which we have long enjoyed in America and Canada. The long night, when prisoners were treated only as troublesome animals against whom society needed protection, seems to be passing and with the new, earnest resolve to try and fit them for a better life, which, without God's help, can never be done, we are looking forward to greatly improved opportunities. In India, as has already been noted, many persons belonging to the criminal tribes are already under our care, and wherever we have the opportunity to prove what the power of God can do in such hearts, there can be no doubt of the ultimate result. Upon the question of temperance, there is happily a widespread awakening amongst the nations. So convinced are all governments and people that drinking and crime are closely connected, that much has already been done with good effect to lessen the sale of intoxicants in many lands, and more is being promised. Anxious as we are to see the drink traffic abolished everywhere, it has never appeared to us to be desirable to join in agitations of a political kind on the subject. And the wisdom of this attitude has been shown on both sides of the Atlantic by the manner in which this question has been used to embitter party strife. But it was a puzzle at first to know by which course to steer. When a licensing bill was before the English House of Commons, the general wrote, The licensing bill has given me much anxiety, mainly because I see so imperfectly what we ought to do. However, we shall do what seems the best to be done, with what success has yet to be seen. I am heartily sick of politics and parties, 
and that mainly because they seem to me so insincere. What an unsatisfactory thing is life apart from the real work we do for God and the salvation of souls. I want more faith, more conquering faith. I must have it. I have got work today to do that cannot be done without divine wisdom. I have asked for it. I am asking for it while I write. And surely it will be given. And yet it seems as though the Spirit whispers in my ear, You will not believe you have it when it is imparted. But I will. Anyhow, I will make a desperate effort to believe that the Spirit of the living God guides my judgment, however I may feel, or whatever the outcome may be. Pray for me. I cling to life and the work I love so well. Remarkably enough, the German police, who more than any other suspected and watched and restricted us at first, have become the first convinced of the value of our operations, and those in the city of Cologne have been the very first heartily to arrange for our cooperation with them by placing at our disposal a convenient hand-wagon for the transport of helpless drunkards, and by arranging for their officials to call us upon the telephone, whenever such help is needed, instead of taking the poor drunkards to the cells. This plan was arrived at only after the police had seen the work carried out by our people with an ambulance which required the services of two strong men, but there is reason to suppose that our cordial relationships with the authorities in Cologne and elsewhere are largely due to the good impression made upon them by the general himself, of his great meeting in Cologne attended by many officials and other persons of influence, he wrote, I had certainly a remarkable campaign, and my meeting in Cologne was one of the most remarkable in my history. Oh, it was a moving, hope-inspiring affair. Oh, what wonders the dear Salvation Army may yet accomplish in the Fatherland. I am sure it will be so, whoever lives to see it. Thank God that he was spared to see another seven years of progress in that direction since this was written. In Japan, which cannot be supposed to be specially favorable to any Christian society, we have long had opportunity regularly to visit all persons in custody, and as we have already seen, to invite all girls living an immoral life to come to our institutions. Why is there still difficulty in the way of our work for the prisoners and other needy ones in Christendom? Chiefly because there are chaplains and others specially appointed to deal with such needs and who naturally do not wish to see others interfering, as they think, with their parishioners. In very many cases nowadays, there is a much better feeling than formerly, and such persons heartily welcome our help, knowing that we never wish to meddle with anyone's work, but only to work where others can gain no entrance. In a certain Australian jail, at the time when men there could be sentenced to death for many crimes other than murder, a condemned man was in such agonies of remorse that none of the warders could get any rest. 
The help of one of our officers was greatly desired, but the chaplain would not consent, so that our officer could not be admitted. In another part of the prison, however, one of our soldiers was a warder, and those who knew this sought him out and brought him to the distressed sinner, whom he very soon succeeded in leading to the Savior, who gave him a peace as complete as that which he gave to his companion in crucifixion. It is by this patience and efficiency that our officers, wherever they get the opportunity, win the favor of authorities, prisoners, and sufferers of every kind. Therefore, we reckon that it can only be a question of time before our way is open to do far more than ever for the friendless of every land. In times of special emergency, the general's officers always find an opportunity to distinguish themselves. Thus, in the last earthquake of Jamaica, our officers in Kingston were said to have been the calmest and readiest to undertake all that needed to be done. In those terrible days, again, of earthquake and fire in San Francisco, the Salvationists provided food and shelter for the Chinese and others of the most despised. And in South Italy such was the impression produced by the way in which our officers labored when Calabria was destroyed by earthquake, that our officer there, Commissioner Cassandri, had the honor of a knighthood conferred upon him in recognition of the manner in which he had superintended the distribution of blankets and other articles provided out of the Lord Mayor of London's fund. The skill he manifested, gaining the approval of both the Italian government and the British ambassador there, we seek neither honors nor rewards, however, but only the opportunity to carry out our first general's plans for the good of all men everywhere. End of section 20. Recording by Tom Hirsch.